worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having a blessed day today. We actually got some cold weather down here in Florida. It's fantastic. Should be here for at least two to three days and then probably be gone again. <laughs> but it's still, nonetheless, awesome, and we'll enjoy it while we have it. But get prepared. Today is going to be a very intense show. Let you know that in advance. Dad's got a lot of stuff he's going to be covering. I have a ton of stuff I'm going to be covering. This is going to be one of those shows today. So buckle up your five-point harness and get ready to go down a long ride. But it's going to be an informative one. First off, I want to let everybody know, give everybody the kind of the aspect of what happens when you see mass panic and why I encourage everybody to stay prepared and always try to stay one step ahead. Paris was the perfect example last night. If anybody has seen photos of Paris, they were uh, deeply disturbing, to say the least. Um, Hundreds of thousands of people fleeing the city last night, hundreds of thousands. They said tens of thousands in the report. From what I've seen and the other reports that I've gotten, they're saying hundreds of thousands now. And then, of course, the mass rioting ensued. Why was the mass exodus of Paris happening last night? Well, you have Emmanuel Macron, who wants to rule France like an iron fist, basically came in now and said in Paris they are now dropping draconian measures because of COVID that will be enforced at least until December 1st, where people will be required to carry all of their documents, including their COVID test, justify their reason for even leaving their home, and there will be police checks and roadblocks at every single corner. Full lockdown in Paris. Full police military lockdown in Paris. You will not be able to travel. You will not be able to go to the store. You will not be able to go anywhere without full police surveillance, supervision, and permission to allow you to pass through a roadblock. Just got passed in Paris today. And so, of course, the exodus begun to ensue with people sitting in gridlock traffic all night up until the morning time still sitting in traffic. This is what a totalitarian dictatorship looks like when you start seeing these sort of things happening. And people need to realize this is not going to be isolated just to France. This COVID has been used specifically to do exactly what it is doing. There's an article that came out from the Wall Street Journal this morning. And it said, the United States faces its biggest cash crisis since the Great Depression. The drop in tax revenue has led to a total shortfall expected in the hundreds of billions of dollars, which is greater than the entire 2019 K-12 education budget for every state combined. Now, this is not something that is accidental by any means. This is not something that was not seen to happen by any means. They knew this was going to happen. This is why the bankers have been giving their companies trillions of dollars through stock buy-ups, and this is why the stock market exploded with growth over the last six months. There's an article, though, that came out about seven, eight months ago, and I don't have it in front of me, but I remember I read, I read it recently, and it said, be prepared. It called this out. I think it was on Zero Hedge, if I'm not mistaken. It said, we're basically calling this out right now of what's about to happen in the next six to 12 months. There's going to be such a shortfall in budgets and tax revenue that you're going to see next year in 2021 and into 2022 what they're going to call, and name may change, but essentially what it's going to be is post-COVID war tax. 
Essentially, this has occurred in almost every single country after a war. There were taxes implemented, whether it was on that country or whether it was on the attacking country or whether it was a broad spectrum throughout multiple countries. There's always a post-war tax because of the infrastructure damage, cleanup, and the amount of money it takes to rebuild what's happening. This is going to start happening now. They're going to have what is a post-war COVID tax to create and meet the budget windfalls because it's not going to be able to happen. Or they're going to have to have massive COVID bill measures, bailouts, again, like they've already had. Because you got to remember, the 2 3 $4 trillion that the Fed said they'd pump in the stock market, that's not going to roadways. That's not going to schools. That's not going to taxes. That's going to Amazon and Tupperware and Apple and Microsoft and all these companies that have literally exploded with growth. Oh, Tesla, that still doesn't hardly produce anything productive. That's where all the money is going. And then you had the vast majority of the $2.2 trillion stimulus bill went primarily to the pharmaceutical companies and the medical industrial complex to increase the COVID death rate by giving the hospitals over $30,000 for every single COVID death. And you can do the math and realize real quick how fast that money is being siphoned off, along with money that went to the COVID cleanup and protection. I went through it in detail one time about how basically the museums were getting 40, 50, 60 million dollars a pop. The FCC got 400 million dollars. And the list goes on the line for every single government agency, sometimes in the hundreds of millions of dollars they were getting to protect against COVID. That's all the money went for. So understand what's about to start happening. And now after what I saw in France and in Paris last night, that was grossly disturbing. And some of the videos I've seen this morning on what's happened on now full-blown police military lockdown of Paris. You will not be able to travel, leave your home, go to the store without full documentation of what you're doing, while you're going, and when you're coming home. And you'll have to do the same when you're coming back, including getting routine tested every single time if you're caught outside. Just thought I would bring that up this morning as we're starting to see the COVID measures tighten down like an iron fist in all these other countries. Why it's even more important in this country right now, we stand our ground. The Lakeland Ledger just came out the other, uh, yesterday and they said, oh, we've had another 100 cases, 100 COVID cases, but no new deaths. They're saying in Polk County, our giant county, giant county, hundreds of thousands of people in Polk County, we've had 615 deaths in Polk County in the last eight months. What nobody bothers to talk about is the average yearly death in Polk County is between 5,500 and 6,000 people every single year, regardless of what's going on. So you literally have 10% of that is allegedly COVID. And from what I've been told by numerous individuals in the Polk County hospital and medical industrial complex is that every single patient death, any death whatsoever, does not matter what they died from, they get a nasal swab post-mortem to make sure they test to see if that person had COVID, and if they even got cut in half by a semi-truck and they test positive for COVID, doesn't matter. It was a COVID-related death, and it goes on the roster as such. Wake up, my friends, and start speaking the truth about what's really going on. What information do you have, Dad? I know you got some more information about what's happening right now. Let's hear what's happening on your end. Well, you know, Austin, what we have here is we've fallen into a deep Covidian cult. This is a complete totalitarian, psychotic narrative 
that has little connection to reality or to the facts. I'm going to repeat that. We have fallen into a deep Covidian cult, a totalitarian, psychotic narrative that has little connection to reality or to facts. And that's where we find ourselves right now. You know, we've got, you know, yesterday I talked in detail about what happened when I was in Paris years and years and years ago about how we basically got stuck in a Muslim quarter and we had to basically run for our lives, you know, and I'm not being hyperbole here. This is, I mean, it was awful. And now we're seeing what happens when you bring in millions of people into a country that was primarily Catholic and Christian and you expect them to basically assimilate, which they refuse to do. That's where we have ourselves right now with Paris. That's what's happened with Paris. And Paris is under occupation, as badly as it was done in Germany during World War II. Germany basically came into Paris, and people continued to live their lives. And the Paris people, the French people, actually became allies with Nazi Germany, and many French people worked and, and served in the Wehrmacht, in the German army. Now, there's a little little bit of history you guys don't know about. I mean, we had hundreds of thousands of people basically declare themselves, you know, in alliance with Germany during World War II, during the occupation. And when Hitler ordered the destruction of Paris, when the Allies came in, I mean, he wanted it down. He, he wanted the Eiffel Tower down. He wanted the Louvre blown up. He wanted the cathedrals blown up. Hitler wanted everything destroyed. Okay, kind of like Macron, who wants to rule Paris like a Greek god, is what he says. He's unbelievable. Iron-fisted Macron. Complete Rothschild setup. That's who he is. He's put in power by the Rothschild banking cartel. And when Hitler ordered the destruction of Paris, Dietrich, General Dietrich von Kuditz, C-H-O-L-T-I-T-Z, who was the head person in charge, said absolutely not. He wouldn't do it. He, he basically said he was a German general, popularly known as the savior of Paris, and he served in the Wehrmacht of Nazi Germany during World War II as well as the Reichswehr of the Weimar Republic and the Royal Saxon Army during World War I. And he, when ordered to destroy Paris, said, I will not destroy this city. Now here we have 70 years have passed and now we have this idiot, Macron, who's allowed all of these people into his country. Everybody is scared to death of what's fixing to happen now with the Muslims rioting in Paris and in France, and nobody wants to be locked down in draconian measures. So we have hundreds of thousands of people leaving and fleeing Paris as quickly as they possibly can because they don't want to have to produce their papira. Papira, bitte! It's papers in German. That's where they are. They're back to that. And you think, how is this possible? And then all of our Q friends here in the United States, they say, oh, don't worry about this. This is political theater. This will all stop as soon as Donald Trump gets reelected. You know, newsflash for all of you. We don't control Parisian politics or French politics or German politics as much as we think we do here in the United States. We don't. We don't do that. These people are being controlled by the international banking cartels through the House of Rothschild and their subsidiary companies and all of the other banks that are Rothschild-controlled banks that are controlling the flow of opium and heroin throughout the world and running the proceeds and the dirty money through their international banks, which they have been busted for over and over and over for, for laundering narcotic money. Now, Wilbur Ross, listen to this, remained on the Chinese Joint Venture Board while running the U.S.-China trade 
war. Guys, I'm fixing to give you a smoking gun. Pay attention to the next story. Chinese documents show that the U.S. Commerce Secretary did not successfully step down from all of his corporate Chinese Rothschild commitments. Wilbur Ross, an investor turned U.S. Commerce Secretary, has long been accused of ethical violation because of his failure to extricate himself from his business ties. Documents obtained by foreign policy show that Ross' potential conflicts of interest around Chinese businesses are greater than previously known. In Chinese corporate documents obtained by the foreign policy, Ross is listed as serving on the board of Chinese joint ventures until January of 2019, nearly two years into his term as Commerce Secretary. That joint venture now called Huang Invesco WLR Beijing Investment Fund Management Company is an investment partnership formed in September 2008 between Huang Capital Services and the U.S. managing company Invesco and a firm founded WL Ross Company. Guys... He's a Rothschild agent and a Rothschild cutout. He's controlling these businesses and these corporations in China via the Rothschild-controlled central banks while he's Commerce Secretary. This is unbelievable that this is going on. Now you say, well, who is Wilbur Ross? Just thought I'd mention this. This is an article from The Atlantic. It says, meet Wilbur Ross, who once bailed out Trump in Atlantic City and is now his pick for Secretary of Commerce. Oh, yeah, when he was working for Rothschild Inc. If you look at the other one, it says, after quickly expanding the reach of resorts international to Atlantic City in the final years of the 80s, Donald Trump found himself billions of dollars in bankruptcy and financial trouble as the real estate market in New York tanked. Since he was heavily leveraged and all of his money was being controlled by the bankers and he was deeply in debt with a negative net worth, the three casinos in Atlantic City, like other Trump assets, were under threat from lenders as far as being foreclosed on. It was only when the assistance and the assurance of Wilbur L. Ross Jr., Senior Managing Director of Rothschild, Inc., that Trump was allowed to keep the casinos and rebuild his empire. Guys, you can't make this stuff up. This is an article from Philosophy of Metrics. It's going to be posted on the website tonight. This is who Wilbur Ross is. Here's another one from the Los Angeles Times. Meet Wilbur Ross, who once bailed out Trump in the Atlantic City. It is now his pick for Commerce Secretary. Here's another one. Getting Donald out of debt, the 24-year-old ties that bind Trump, Wilbur Ross, and the Rothschild banking cartel. This is an article from Forbes magazine. So here we are. We find ourselves in the middle of a mess that we're basically being, that's being caused by the Rothschilds who put Macron in power in France, who basically allowed Angela Merkel, a communist, a communist Rothschild agent who was raised in East Germany to come into power in Germany, flood Germany with migrant immigrants that are Muslim, that can't even flush a toilet, millions of them, and saying that she'll do it again if she gets a chance, in France, the same way as we watch Europe burn down into the ash heaps of history. I was supposed to be in Europe right now. I was scheduled to visit my relatives over there. I haven't been over there in a couple of years. I was scheduled to fly out of here on October the 14th, after October the 13th. I couldn't get into Germany. They told me, nine, can't get in. 
I tried everything I could. Couldn't do it. I could get into England, and I could be quarantined for two full weeks. I still couldn't get into Germany. It was like hired a boat and stuck in and ran up on the shores of Normandy, I guess, and walked into Germany through France. I could have done that, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But here's the deal, guys. Where are we in the twilight zone right now? You've got to understand, this is a banker, cabalist, controlled world. It's what it is. Uh, last night, I was on with Jeff Reds. If you guys missed that show, make sure you listen to it. Jeff's a good friend, good man. And I told him last night, I said right on the show, I said, I want you to know and your listeners to know, Jeff, that 90% of alt-media is tainted, is fake. It's compromised. And he goes, well, you know, I hate saying that, Ted, because it seems like I'm serving our own show and serving my own network. I said, no, you're right. It's 90%. Now, there's 10% out of the thousands and thousands of really good, you know, alternative media people out there. There are a percentage of them that are good, the 10%. They're the really good ones. The rest of them, they march behind the Zionist drum. They march behind the Kabbalist drum. They march behind the Rothschild drum. This is who runs the planet. And I said on Jeff last night, like I've said on this show so many times, if they're not telling you the truth about the central bankers, if they're not telling you the truth about the Kabbalists, if they're not telling you the truth about the Third Temple or the $1.5 trillion in Afghan harassment that's being slung through the CIA, MI6, and all of these other secret agencies and mafiosa groups around the world, that they ain't telling you the truth. And that's where we find ourselves, with Will Barassa's connection to the Chinese Joint Venture Board while running the U.S.-China trade war. Here's the smoking gun. And we'll see how many other alt-news people bring this up today. Austin, what do you think of what's your next story, bud? Yeah, that's, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Once you start digging in, you find all this stuff completely and totally intermingled. We're now seeing from the Gateway Pundit, now we're starting to see that Joe Biden's brother, Jim Biden, basically told a Hong Kong national who is suspected of being a covert agent to wire funds to Hunter's personal firm. We're seeing this now. The wire instructions for Dr. Ho's representation funds are as follows. Jim wrote at the top of the emails, copying it to Hunter, who also got the name of Robert, along with Kevin Dong and Murren Yan, a screenshot of the email as shared by the National Pulse's Reem Kassin on a link here. And what it does is Ho, turns out, was previously under FISA surveillance after being charged with money laundering in connection with the China energy contracts that were established in Africa, CEFC was the name of the company. That Chinese company, energy company, was also the same company that gave Hunter and the Biden family a $5 million interest-free loan, according to the leaked emails. So you now have Jim Biden, which is Joe's brother, sending emails to this Hong Kong national, basically Patrick Ho, who is the infamous spy chief of China, to wire funds to Hunter's personal firm. This whole thing is so corrupt and so deep. It's almost it's almost unbelievable sometimes. I'll be honest with you guys. I know everybody gets in this phase sometimes where you start to get stuff and you're like, I feel like I'm going to wake up one morning and everything's going to be different. Like it's going to be the Matrix. Like I'm just going to you know, wake up and, wow, that was a really, really, really horrible dream. I'm glad that's over with now. But it's not. It's like every time you turn around, you start to see the truth. And that's why so many people, and I get this, this is why so many people are having such horrible issues with normalcy bias right now. 
And they're so wrapped up in the Covidian cult that we're now seeing people wrapped up in. Because if people actually open their eyes now and they addressed and they established in their own mind how much we've been lied to and how horrifically we've been completely and totally been manipulated, it's a pretty difficult pill to swallow, I'll be honest with you. Getting red-pilled right now is a rough time to get red-pilled. <laughs> That's reference to the Matrix. It's kind of like, golly, that was horrible. I mean, let's go back to bed now. And so that's why you see so many people that are wearing masks. That's why you see so many people that are walking around now and still going down the aisles that say, this direction, this way with this arrow. Don't go down this arrow with an X. People are still doing that. I kid you not. It's embarrassing. It's, it's so embarrassing. And what's crazy about it now is the more they keep lying to us. You see, the problem is now, I told this, I was in my barber shop yesterday getting a haircut. My barber, he's Hispanic, great barber, excellent barber. And he's completely awake, too. And he goes, but he goes, Austin, he goes, why, why is it that, you know, these, you see these people that are act so stupid, they're still running around in parking lots, driving around their cars with a mask on. I said, the problem with it is now, bud, I said, everybody has such horrible normalcy bias, meaning they cannot adapt to this. They cannot realize and address that this whole thing has been a complete and total scam or else they're going to have like a mental breakdown. Some people cannot mentally handle it. He goes, well, why are they, why does the media keep pushing this? I said, well, that's very clear. I said, the media has got themselves in an eingebunden position now. They know Everybody's calling them out. The alternative media has been screaming this from the rooftops now for the last couple of months. Majority of the population now that's awake is screaming about this from the rooftops for months now. But I said now they're committed. I said if they were ever at all, the media was at any point in time were to cover the truth of what's going on and stop reporting the asinine numbers that they come out of with thin air like they're doing lotto numbers every day. The entire population, or at least a large percentage of the population, would cease to ever believe the media ever again. The entire narrative that has been formed through this would be crumbled. It would be fall upon itself because people would go, wow, you guys really pushed that much fear and that much fake news, and we actually believed it. Shame on us. You won't get us again. And that's what they've done now. They've had to double down on this. And I posted something I sent to a couple of people and I posted some stuff. I sent it to mom, I hope she posted on Instagram, basically on what the aspect of what we're seeing in California. And a lot of people don't believe it. They're like, no way, they're not doing that in California. I said, yeah, they are. I said, they're literally telling people what they can and can't do in their own homes. And, you know, I, I talked about it last week, so I'm not going to reiterate about basically only three families can congregate for Christmas, and it has to be outside, and the host has to gather all the information, and basically all the seating must be six feet apart, and the food must be in single-service disposable dishes, and you have to wear masks the entire time, singing's discouraged, and the group can only gather outside with three families for a maximum of two hours. Are, are you kidding me right now? Are people actually going to follow follow through with this? If I was in California, I would pull the same stunt they did on, on July 4th. When, oh, we're not going to celebrate July the 4th because people coming together may catch COVID. No fireworks this year. You guys saw the aerial footage. California had a full-blown, like, firework war. It was great. So did Florida. So did a ton of states. I encourage everybody to do the same now. I, I would encourage people to have huge parties. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They can't arrest everybody. Can't arrest everybody. They already showed everybody that they won't do anything as far as when people riot. So all 
of a sudden you have a Christmas gathering, you have two, 300 people over, tell them you're basically having a public po- political display. We're having a political display. We're having a protest. A lot of people have done that now. We're having a protest. Don't bother me. You cannot talk to me. It's a political protest. <laughs> this is where everybody needs to come. Because, listen, guys, do I believe the viruses, there, there are viruses out there that kill people? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. There's always viruses out there. We get exposed to, on average, 70 different viruses a day. There's something called our immune system that God Almighty blessed us with when he made us in his image. And it's designed to fight off these viruses. However, do I believe also that the global 5G rollout happened to coincide with COVID breakout almost the exact same time, and it was all just a coincidence? No, I don't. I've been talking about COVID for the last five years. That and I have been hammering COVID. Or not COVID, 5G, excuse me. We've been hammering 5G for the last five years. I've been talking to you about how horrific 5G is, and I find it grossly disturbing that myself and dozens of others have witnessed 5G towers built at an unprecedented rate all over the country. Yeah, I do. I find that very disturbing. This is not coincidence. This has happened all at one time. Do I think that the 5G causes the virus? I don't know about that. I've seen articles discussing it. But I do know one thing, that people are coming into hospitals with the exact same symptoms that we see from radiation microwave illness, including enlisted here by microwave advents and also basically by symptoms of ENT illness, headaches, asthma attacks, bronchitis, pneumonia, inflamed sinuses and throat, chest pain, heart arrhythmia, heart palpitations. These are all symptoms, basically, that are very common when you basically get microwave radiation poisoning. And what's ironic is Wuhan was one of the test cities chosen for China's 5G rollout. 5G went full-blown live on October 31st, Halloween, oddly enough, almost exactly a year from today, almost exactly a year tomorrow, be a year, two months before COVID broke out. Hmm, isn't that weird? And then all of a sudden, meanwhile, we had the FCC months before that, in a 5-0 to zero vote, unanimous decision, that 5G towers were mandatory infrastructure and that no city, county, state, or municipality could block 5G towers from coming in at all under any circumstances, when the first time that has ever occurred in U.S. history. Full-blown, you cannot stop it, you cannot say no to it, you cannot prevent it, nothing. It will come in, it's mandatory. Ironically enough, as we saw, as COVID started to happen, 5G towers popped up at a rate that we had never seen before when everything was locked down. Oh, let's imagine that. People started having all these microwave radiation symptoms. Meanwhile, many scientific documents on health effects of 5G have been verified that 5G causes flu-like symptoms. In fact, an article entitled 5G and IoT, Total Technological Control Grid Being Rolled Out Fast, 2017, is from David Icke, said many people around the world, including concerned citizens and scientists and even government officials, have become aware of the danger of 5G. This began in 2017. said, after all, 5G is not just the next generation of mobile connectivity like 4G. It is a radical and entirely new type of technology, military technology, in the civilian, civilian realm, the same ones using the active denial systems. 5G has the potential to mutate DNA. 
The frequencies that 5G uses, especially 75 to 100 gigahertz, interact with the geometrical structure of our skin and sweat ducts, acting upon them like transmission, reaching an antenna, and fundamentally affecting us and our mood. Guys, this is from three years ago. Ted and I have been talking about this for longer than that. Now all of a sudden you're seeing all these people that are testing positive for COVID, that are having all these mild symptoms all over the place, going to mild symptoms, mild symptoms, headache, dizziness, sore throat, sore throat, dizziness, headaches, all over the place, all over the country. My guys, I'm not saying we don't have a virus out there. I'm not saying we have a bio-warfare happening right at us right now. But I'm saying right now, there is no doubt in my mind, it is not coincidence that this stuff rolled out at the exact same time. Because what better way, what better way to coincide a bio-attack, a COVID or a virus release on the populace, at the same time you roll out 5G, so that nobody ever even questions the narrative. This is why people, if you remember the UK and Europe, just not that long ago, we're burning 5G towers. People couldn't sleep. Miscarriages out the kazoo in certain UK towns. People having all types of abnormal health conditions all of a sudden. Ringing in the ears, tinnitus suddenly out of nowhere. Why? They said it was 5G. I don't know. That's what they said. Enough to start burning those towers on fire. And they said when those towers basically stopped working, it all stopped. That's what those people said. I wasn't there, but I'm saying these people were obviously pretty sincere enough to start burning 5G towers. All of this is coinciding together to say this. You have to start waking up and speaking your mind about this right now. If you want to wear a mask out in public, that's your choice. Everybody has the right to that. I'm very libertarian about stuff. You want to go shut down your oxygen, have oxygen deprivation, and breathe in basically PTFE like I told you guys yesterday, that's your choice. You can go do it. You can go smoke 20 packs of cigarettes a day and inject heroin until you die. This is America. You want to do it, go kill yourself. Doesn't really, it's not my problem. But you do not absolutely have the right to tell me I have to compromise my health and my family's health by covering my face and depriving myself and my family of oxygen and injecting myself with toxic compounds, including aluminum formaldehyde and aborted fetal tissue that they have already admitted are being used in the RNA vaccine for the COVID, whatever, this, whatever the heck this thing is. Guys, wake up. Get this information out there. Spread this show. Spread the articles. If, you, if the show is too aggressive for your friends, send them some of the articles that we post on the website every day if that's the least you can do. But do something and wake people up because this is the last fight in this country that we have right now. We now have an unbelievably corrupt political system with people that are so beyond brazenly corrupt running for office, nobody even wants to say anything about it. That's one of the only things I can say legitimately that I have to say I have been very proud of about Trump is that he does not wear a mask anywhere at all. Even in the debates, would not wear a mask. No, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. I'm not sick. Tested negative. The only time you're supposed to wear a mask is if you're sick. Guys, he couldn't paint a clear picture for you. If you're awake and you're standing up and you're even a Trump supporter, if that's what you are, why the heck are you wearing a mask? The president won't even wear a mask. Please get this information out there and wake people up dead. You know, it's, it's interesting, Austin, because... To me, you know, I tell you guys, vote for whoever you want to vote for. But Trump is reinforcing the yin to the yang to the narrative to the anti-masker to the maskers. Trump basically is continuing to polarize the, the people in the United States. And, 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 and Biden continues to polarize. Everything's about polarization, all of it, until they have us all eingebutted into a corner. Now, let me explain to you what eingebutted means. That's a German term. 
Yeah, every once in a while, you know, we say something like that in German, also, or I will, because I spoke a lot of German to the kids when they were young, and that was my first language. If you say, I painted, somebody painted themselves into a corner. Now, unless you've ever painted a floor, you don't understand what that means. If you start at the far end and paint yourself back to the corner where there's no door, you can't get out because now you're going to have to walk across the paint. So you've painted yourself into a corner. The term eingebuttet means that you've basically painted yourself into a corner, but it's using a metaphor with butter and bread. That basically painted yourself with butter into a corner, you know, and you can't get out. So that's what that means, in case you were wondering what eingebuttet means. It means painting yourself into a corner. Now, also what we have to understand is that the 5G technology is going to be used to tie us into a D-Wave computer to allow Lucifer to become omnipresent on this planet as he's probably done on many other planets. And I've talked about this in depth. For you Christians, don't get upset with me on that one. I don't want to explain it in detail again. We don't know if we're the only people in the universe. And we don't know if this is the only planet he's done this to as far as this AI presence on this planet. This is what they want. They want an AI interface to 5G to tie us into a D-Wave computer, which is connected interdimensionally into another layer, which would be Lucifer's layer. And if this all sounds completely insane to you, it sounds completely insane to me too. But I'm just telling you the technology that's available to us today. We're not decades behind as far as what they've released in technology. We are centuries behind what they have available right now. I'm just letting you know how far we've come with retro engineering from spaceships that we brought in in 1947 with Roswell and the interdimensional conduit that we use on a continual basis to talk and to basically get information from these entities in these other dimensions. You think, well, that sounds crazy, Ted. I didn't say it didn't sound crazy. I think it sounds nuttier than a fruitcake. But here's the deal. The Bible tells us that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against these wars that are going on in the heavenlies. We've got to understand that. And for centuries now, for millennial, people have sacrificed their children to these other entities. And Lucifer at one time had the entire planet in a negative energy field during Genesis chapter 6 when every thought was negative all of the time, evil. And that's what they want back again. And that's what they're trying to do with the 5G. And Austin's absolutely right. What better way to release 5G and mask the effects of 5G than the release of coronavirus at the same time? What better way? There's no, there's no better way. It's all the virus. It's all the virus. It can't be 5G. Yesterday, I had a dear friend of mine that I've known, gosh, for 30 years. And he called me up. And he's vacationing up in North Carolina. He goes, Ted, I had the corona. My wife had the corona. And I'm like, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, but I'm telling you what he said. And he goes, basically, he says, my wife came down with it first. She was sick for about three days, had a real high fever, but we're taking all your supplements. And she basically is 100%. She had the dry hacking cough, the real high fever, all of it. I said, okay, how'd you do? He goes, well, all I had was a stiff neck and, you know, and, you know, and a little bit of a sore throat. And that, that was about it. And I said, okay, that's what I had. That's what Austin had. And I had a little bit of a cough too. And I said, but you must be taking more supplements than she is. And he said, you're right, I do. I do take more supplements than she does. I said, well, there you go. There explains it. But again, this is a really, I mean, coronavirus is real, guys. I'm telling you, it'll kill you dead as a grizzly bear if you got a messed up immune system, if you have some type of immune deficiency disorder, you know, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, and you're on all kinds of drugs. It'll, it'll drop you dead. I mean, I had a friend of mine. His mom dropped dead. I told you that. He's like 82 years old. And I warned him. He's a medical doctor. 
And I told her, I said, you don't get her on vitamin C intravenously two weeks before she died. I said, she ain't going to make it, bud. You got He wouldn't do it. He was too scared that the medical boards were going to come after him again. He's already come after once and basically get him in trouble again. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't push the narrative as far as getting her on supplements. And she died. And I love the guy. He's a brother in Christ. But, you know, there's a certain point, especially when it comes to your mama, all right? Guys, you know what I'm talking about now when it comes to your mama. When it comes to your mama, you got to defend your mama. you got to take care of your mama. And, guys, we can't just pretend like everybody's not our mama anymore. we got to pretend like our whole family's our mama, our children, our wives, our brothers, our sisters. And we've got to tell everybody what's going on and how they need to be on D3, K2, potassium iodide, vitamin C, and zinc. Yesterday, I went with my appointment to my friend who went to the doctor who basically was having to have back surgery now because he was taking that prescription drug for leukemia that basically <laughs> has destroyed his health. And here's the irony of all this. I sat in the truck with him for an hour yesterday driving him into the doctor's office, and he told me that six months ago when he started on this leukemia drug that his ex-old doctor had managed his leukemia through diet and exercise with no drugs whatsoever. And this new doctor came in, and she decided she's going to put him on this drug just to see what would happen, and she's almost killed him with it. That's the negligence in the medical profession that we see on a regular basis. And what ended up happening is he told me, because Ted, I was doing great until she put me on this drug. Now he's lost like 30, 40 pounds. So he's in there talking to the physician, the orthopedic surgeon, and I was in there with him. They allowed me to come in there with him because I brought him there. And I know the surgeon. He's a great guy, brilliant man. And what ended up happening is he told pastor, he said, look, you know, you got to stay off that drug. It's warned him. He told him, he said, look, if it caused all these problems with your back, it's probably causing massive inflammation in your spine and every one of those joints in your spine, those discs, they have to move. And if they get inflamed, you're going to have excruciating back pain. That's probably the mechanism. And then the doctor said something very, very interesting. He goes, you know, I used to be fooled because of what I had learned in medical school. And then I started to realize when I got out that a lot of things that I've been taught were wrong. And I started laughing. He looked at me and goes, and you know why, don't you, Ted? I go, yeah, because I told you the truth 10 years ago when I came to see you. He goes, that's right. He goes, when I started doing the research, I realized that everything you told me was true. And now I understand the truth about statin drugs and all of this other stuff. And he goes, I had COVID. He said, I went to the hospital for one day. I had, I had took the hydroxychloroquine. I took the zinc. And he said, I recovered very, very quickly. And he said, but the thing is, most people aren't allowed to follow that protocol. And he goes, and that's why so many people get this thing, especially if they're older or if they're impaired physically, they die. This is the conversation I had with the doctor yesterday. And then my buddy, my pastor friend, who's 88 years old, you know, we both walk in with a mask. And I wore a mask yesterday because they, the lady at the doggone front desk, I told her, I said, I've got a medical condition. I'm not going to wear a mask. And she says, you will not come in. And she proceeded to pitch a biatch fit. Oh, yeah, a biatch fit right in the middle of the lobby. And I looked at the pastor and I said, brother, I said, you are the only person because of what you've done for me and my family and my children that I will put this stupid mask on and I'll walk around the corner with it. And I did. I want you guys to know that. Somebody says, I saw Ted Brewer in a mask at the doctor's office. He did for about 30 seconds, and I took it off as soon as I got in the back. But I wore it because I told Pastor, I said, I will do this for you because you are my friend, and I loathe this. And so both he and I walked in the back, and then he pulls his mask off too because I hate these things. And I said, well, they're ridiculous. They don't work. I said, I've got you on so many supplements now. Your immune system's going to really be pumped up. 
I said, but you probably need to wear this when we go through the public areas simply because you're 88 years old and you've got a compromised immune system because of this drug they've had you on. He said, okay, okay, I've got it. I'll put it on. It's okay. But we had a great meeting with the doctor. And here's the thing. He's probably 100% better than he was on Monday when I saw him because he decided to come off of that drug that he was on and work on his leukemia from a natural standpoint. And I put him on the Health Masters powdered multiple. I put him on the Health Masters magnesium brain food. I put him on the Health Masters powdered vitamin C. And I put him on the Health Masters D3K2. So he's on the D3K2, the magnesium brain food, the powdered multiple. And he feels so much better along with the vitamin C. He feels so much better in less than five days. Oh, he, he was actually doing jokes. and I was driving my truck. He goes, won't this thing go any faster? I'm like, I didn't know you like to go that fast, bud. It'll go a little quicker. And so he was doing great yesterday. I want you guys to know. I'm going to give you an update. For those of you who prayed for him, thank you so much. His first name is Dan, D-A-N. So if you continue to pray for him, I'd really appreciate that because I believe he's going to have 100% recovery. But guys, think about it for a second. Think about the narrative they're doing with COVID. Think about what they've done with COVID and how bad it is. You know, for people that are older who have impaired immune systems, they gave this stuff to us. This was a man-made virus brought to you by Fauci. Oh, yeah. Fort Detrick boys. And then over to the Wuhan lab, they put an HIV component and a SARS component on it. By the grace of God, it mutated when it got here. And the death rate's lower. Oh, one more quick thing. I'll talk to take the next segment. Jerry Falwell, the perver- perverse who likes to put his wife out as a, I guess as a as a swinger himself, he's now suing Liberty University for ouster, and he's blaming anti-Trump forces for the fact that he was kicked out of a Christian university after they found out he was a swinger and his wife that he had been having multiple affairs for his entire tenure. This boy must be completely and totally set on destroying Liberty University and bringing all of this filth back into the media again. Remember, I told you guys, it ain't over. And once they find out that a lot of these guys who go to the swingers clubs, they ain't just heterosexuals. A lot of them are bisexuals. And once all of this stuff is fully exposed, it's going to be a mess for Liberty University. But again, he figures that the Liberty University people, simply because they don't want to have this in the media, they're going to cough up more cash. Remember, they already gave him $7 million. But that wasn't enough for old boy. Oh, oh, swinger boy. What a mess. Also, what do you think, bud? <laughs> There's no doubt about it. And the sad part is when you see a lot of these groups that, you know, that are claiming to be Christians and they're involved in a lot of this stuff. Because here's the thing. If you're dealing with a heathen and you know you're dealing with a hardcore heathen and you know what they're involved in and you choose to get involved in them or you choose to do business with them or you choose to associate with them, you kind of know who you're getting involved in. You're like, okay, I, I need to exactly keep a couple right. steps back and make sure I watch my back because you know, I don't really trust these guys. If i got to do this, i got to do it. If i got to do this business deal, i got to do it. But i got to watch my butt on this one. The problem with it is when you're dealing with some of these Christians that masquerade as Christians and basically followers of Christ, and they act like this is they take people by advantage they take they take people and completely and totally manipulate them which in my opinion as you know it discusses in the bible as well these people essentially have a special place in hell especially when they do this to little children they get involved with these kids then it's i mean you're you pretty much are you won't smoke at God at that point. I mean, you're really, really, really trying to hack off the creator of the universe, which to me, that's, 
that doesn't seem like a really good place to be at all in your life to be doing that to people, especially kids. But the thing is, judgment is mine, and saith the Lord. And that's the thing is, God's going to have His day with a lot of this stuff. And that's why we have to continue to pray and get the word out there and continue to keep waking people up about what's happening repeatedly because it just it troubles me to no end. I've said this repeatedly, but I'm going to keep saying it. When you start seeing all this stuff occur and you start seeing, especially this happening to these kids, and I, I drove by again a school the other day, headed back to the office, and these kids are outside playing, outside playing, fresh air, beautiful in Florida right now, and they're all wearing masks. As they're playing outside, they're playing around wearing masks. And I'm like, what are we going to do in these next couple of years, man? I mean, are we, are we really going to capitulate to this? I mean, I, I don't even understand why any of these parents have sent their kids back to school. I mean, I would do e-learning in a second. That's what they're doing. I'd homeschool. That's what I would do personally. I mean, why, why are you going to subject your children to that? You're going to allow your children to have to be forced to follow into this communist indoctrination model and wear a mask to go to school to learn more communist indoctrination. Does anybody else see a problem with that? I mean, I get it. I guess some people, you know, they can't afford to do it. I mean, even though the e-learning's free if they're doing it online, they have to have somebody home with them. I mean, my goodness, that's really where we've realized now. And this is why they've done this. This is why they've done it to the kids. Remember, they know the adults, a lot of them aren't going to work. They're not going to do this. But, you know, you keep telling a kid that's seven, eight, nine years old over and over again, put your mask on, pull your mask up, wear your mask, pull your mask on. After a while, I mean, at that age, kids, kids aren't very aggressive. Now, in high school, I know there's been a lot of issue with this in some high schools. Some high schools know a lot of the guys have just turned into complete and total pansies now. They won't even stand up to it. I mean, I don't, I don't know what I would do if I was in high school right now with this going on. I know I'd be pretty belligerent, I'll be honest with you, because I was very, very rebellious at that age. So I don't think I would have handled this real well wearing a mask. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm a different generation. A lot of this generation has been beat down so heavily, and the political correctness was one of the first steps in this. I was one of the cornerstones, the building blocks to this. Because if you can continue to force children to fully censor themselves, and they can't say phrases, and can't say words, and can't make gestures because it may offend somebody somewhere, at some point in time that is a minute portion of the population, and a lot of that I'm referring to this transgender idiotic ideology they forced upon people. Oh, because there's 0.6% of the population is transgender, so we have to do everything we can to submit to them and make sure they feel welcome and at home whenever they go somewhere. You go, uh, that makes zero sense at all. What are, are we going to change the entire aspects of our lives because something salmon do? Oh, guys, you can't do this anymore now. There's fish in the Atlantic Ocean that may be having an issue, so you can't eat this food anymore here. And you're like, that makes no sense at all. Like, guys, that's, that's, that's right. It's stupid. That's the stupidity of what they've pushed on everybody. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. You guys remember Walmart got ahead of themselves real fast and made sure they pushed their, their agenda, you know, their, their globalist agenda and stopped selling handgun ammunition. I think it was last year, something like that, a year ago, year and a half ago. And uh, a lot of people I know were able to stockpile some ammunition for very cheap because they were fire selling it. Well, now Walmart has announced they will be pulling all, any and all, even hunting guns and ammunition from any of store displays on sale floors at stores this week in bid to prevent theft of firearms or ammunition if the stores are looted or broken into. 
I guess they're pretty much saying they're expecting that to happen right now. They also, too, I've seen another individual. This was interesting. Individual from uh, National Guard Major Adam DeMarco, who's essentially basically part of the National Guard, has now been exploiting this, saying that, you know, if National Guard want to stand down and don't want to arrest people for looting, they have the right to do so if they think it's an unlawful order. You have now numerous cases where areas of New York and other high-end places around the country are now hiring private security contractors for this weekend all the way into next if there's massive rioting. I'm not joking. This is what they're getting ready for right now. So some of these people know something we don't know. I mean, all the Walmarts are pulling all firearms and even ammunition, like 12-gauge ammunition. Everything's getting pulled off the floor, done, getting stored up in the back, I guess, in a safe right now. I mean, Walmart's a pretty big company. They're all over the country. I mean, do they know something that we don't know? I don't know. I've been telling everybody for the last, last month, there's going to be some massive unrest. They've already told us that. The far-left communists have already put it in manuals and on websites and basically and in text that they are going to make sure it does not matter. does not matter. Even if Trump wins, Trump doesn't win because they're going to make sure they do as much violent unrest to try to overthrow him. Like Dad said earlier, it's the polarity. It's the back and forth, back and forth. It doesn't matter if Biden gets in, it, which there's, no, there's not a snowball's chance in Florida on a black asphalt top that Biden's going to win. You can look at the rallies. You can look at everything. It's, it's idiotic. So you pretty much know Trump's going to win. Well, there, if you know Trump's going to win, then you know there's going to be massive rioting with these clowns. You already saw what they did over the summer. That's why I've encouraged everybody. Make sure you're stocked up on what you need right now. We continue to ship stuff out day in and day out as fast as we can. Almost every order we get, we ship out same day. We also have next day air, second day air options. If you need those, you can call the office. If you want to stockpile vitamin C or D3, or food buckets, whatever you want to get a hold of, you have the ability to call us, and that's why we do this show, and we run Health Masters right out of here, a little central Florida town, and we do the best we possibly can to take care of our customers and our listeners, because we're here to help. If we didn't care about helping, Ted and I would not get up every day and do this show every single day. That's a fact, especially spitting out the truth that we have and all the flack that we get on a regular basis. That's why I told you guys now, sometimes I miss emails and I apologize. I try to answer all the legitimate emails I get, but I get so much troll emails. People send me idiotic stuff, and I, don't, I literally delete them within the first sentence. I delete them. I won't even read them. I don't have the time nor the inclination to read bullcrap, and I'm not going to put it in my mind. So anybody that sends me those emails, if you're listening to the show, because I know a lot of you trolls are, you don't get anything out of it. I delete the emails. They don't go anywhere. They literally go in the big black delete box. So I encourage people, if you want to ask me legitimate questions, if you need help with supplementation or nutritional advice, call us up at Health Masters. We're here to help you. If you're here to basically start up division and strife, you're not going to get anything from me on it because I learned a long time ago, especially when it comes to social media and emails, anytime you respond to blithering morons that want to spew ignorance, there's, it's a win, it's a lose lose. It's always a lose-lose. There's no, you can't argue with morons. I tried to do that when I was younger. I legitimately thought I could argue with morons and make them understand the truth. You can't. Once somebody's a full-blown communist moron, there is no rationalization anymore in their head. They're better off to go sit out in the front yard and eat St. Augustine grass. That's about as much respect I have for them. So again, Thank you for our real supporters, our people that take care of us at Health Masters, our customers, our Health Masters family. 
thank you for choosing Health Masters. I greatly appreciate the support and everything you do for us. And that's my stance on that, Dad. <laughs> you know, awesome. Thank you. But I'm at, by the way, I'm at 29,000 unanswered emails now. Just thought I'd mention that for all of you guys that want to send me 10 or 12 emails a day. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I, I, I don't have the ability. I'm at, I'm at right, right at 29,000. So I can't go to the emails and plus do the research I need for the show. And I know a lot of you guys want to send me, you know, extremely long letters. I got that too. Guys, I don't have time. I, I'm sorry. I don't have time. I try to read through some of it. I try to get through some of it, but I'm at 29,000 unanswered emails. So if you don't get an email back from me, I love you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do it all. It's only one of me. Austin was saying earlier about how these people are under judgment and condemnation from God because of what they've done. And I'm going to, re- I'm going to read you something out of Isaiah chapter 65. And he's talking specifically to Israel because Israel would not stop sacrificing to Baal, Moloch, Asherah, Canaanite religion gods, and Satan. All right? He says in Isaiah chapter 65, 1, I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me, and I was found by those who did not seek me, to a nation that did not call my name, that would be Israel. He said, I am here, I am here all day long. I've held up my hands to an obstinate people, a people who walk in ways not good, who pursue their own imagination, a people who continually provoke me to my very face, like Austin said, like blowing smoke in God's face, who offer sacrifices in gardens, this is all their Baal worship, and burn incense on altars of brick, who sit among the graves, satanic worship, and spend their nights keeping secret vigils, satanic worship, who eat the flesh of pigs. God doesn't like it, by the way, when you be pork, and those whose pots hold the broth of impure meat, who say to God, keep away from me, don't come near to me, because I'm too sacred for you. What? Such people are smoke in my nostrils and a fire that keeps burning all day. See, it stands written before me. I, I will not keep silent, but I'll pay it back in full, and I'll pay it back into the laughs. Both your sins and the sins of your ancestors, says the Lord, because you have burned sacrifice on the mountains. That's when they sacrificed their children, and defied me in the hills. This is when they sacrifice to Asherah. I will measure into their laps the full payment of their former deeds. This is what the Lord says. Guys, here's the deal. We have a wonderful God. He's just. And he's righteous. And a man will sow and reap what he sows and what he reaps. It's just how it works. The the world calls it karma. The Bible says do it to others as you'd have them do unto you. Guys, always put God first in your life. Last night on Jeff, I said the same thing I said to you guys the other day, that Christians who pray together with their spouses out loud have a much better marriage and a much lower divorce rate. Guys, I love you. Austin's going to be on with Hagman tonight. You know, I have the opportunity and the privilege of praying for you today. And I tell you that every day. Here's why. Because I want you to know that I care about you and your families. I mean, I wish I could take all of you to the doctor's office like I did Pat yesterday. I really do. I, I can't do it. I can't physically do it. But guys, thank you for praying for pastors. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Go ahead and finish it up, Austin. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Absolutely. No doubt about it. I mean, this is what we're in right now. This is where we're at. This is going to be an interesting weekend as well. I mean, you guys, if you guys know me, you know I don't ever celebrate Halloween at all, period. I don't agree with the ritual aspect of it and what it stands for and everything else. A lot of people go, oh man, I don't, don't take the kids now. They have stuff at church occasionally and the hunter will dress up like Iron Man last week and they hung out and stuff like that. I mean, whatever. But as far as walking around from door to door and house to house and begging
begging people to give them candy that causes cavities while you try to basically promote this agenda on Halloween on October 31st. Nah, you don't catch me doing that. But again, not everybody has that same conviction. That's why I've encouraged everybody. Whatever your conviction is, wherever you stand, wherever your line is, hold that line. Don't compromise on it, my friends. It's not the time anymore. I mean, before we had some leniency, <laughs> we could be lazy, I guess you could say, and kind of do whatever we wanted, and then, eh, well, whatever. It was America, kind of do whatever. But they're trying to make it no more America. They're trying to make it the communist states, or whatever other name they want to come up with. We're to that point now. So once you find where your conviction is, if you haven't found it yet, I suggest you, you look, <laughs> you do some deep analyzing, you have some concrete, rational thought kick in, and you figure out where your stance is. But once you find it, you hold your ground there. Because there's going to be a point in time when that line's going to get pushed or attempted to be pushed, and you're going to have to stand for it. Because, guys, if we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything, as the old adage says. And this is what everybody has to realize. If we continue to allow ourselves to be compromised more and more and have more authoritarian push on us and follow more guidelines and have more submission to the state because of a virus with a 99.8% survivability rate, and that's what the numbers they've concocted with their weirdo guidelines that allow anybody, including suicides, to be counted as COVID deaths. <laughs> Come on, guys, look at the numbers. I mean, this is where they're at. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out the math. Thank you again for the support. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. You guys have a blessed night. Have a safe weekend, a protected weekend. Have a strong weekend. I'm on Hagman tonight. You guys enjoy that. We'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always.